Hi, YouTubers and watchers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? Well, hang on one minute. I got a familiar, I got a familiar friend this morning. Oh, that's marvelous. That is a really good cup of coffee. That's right. Here it is right here. Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah. <laughs> got Dunkin' Donuts, original blend, medium roast. You can get this at uh, Sam's Club. Uh, 150 servings is what, uh, is what this makes. Yeah, absolutely really, really good, good cup of coffee. Dunkin' Donuts. And why are we using Dunkin' Donuts? Well, it's because viewer Douglas Thompson very, very kindly sent a Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug. How about that? Check that out. <laughs> Isn't that fantastic? And it also has that diner kind of look and vibe going on. Really, really terrific. Now, if you are a subscriber to the channel, you've been around for a while, you'll know that I found this Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug in a thrift store. And I bought it, I brought it home. I was really excited about using it on the Monday morning mailbag. And after I got done washing it, I put it in the dish drain rack and it somehow it tumbled out onto the floor and shattered. And uh, well, there goes my Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug. And I've kind of kept an eye out for, uh, for a replacement. Well, thank you very much, Douglas, because he has sent a Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug. So now I have a really good looking official Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug. It's just fantastic. Thank you so much, Douglas. I really do uh, appreciate it. What better coffee to have in a Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug than uh, Dunkin' Donuts itself right there. Yeah, again, Sam's Club. Uh, I don't know, 16, 18 bucks, something like this. I don't know, I have to look again and see what, what it costs. 150 servings, yeah, but it's a really a, a good economical buy for Dunkin' Donuts coffee. But yeah, great looking coffee mug. So my thanks to... Uh, Douglas Thompson for the coffee mug, and it gives us an opportunity to say a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. <laughs> Absolutely. Hey, if you're taking me on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate it. We've got a marvelous, marvelous show for you this morning. Got a lot of great comments in the refill. Got some, uh, got some updates on some other items that we talked about in the past. Some great items in new wet shaving gear. Uh, and also a really neat wet shaving tip. And that comes from viewer 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes. And uh, he sent along a video as part of that shaving tip. Well, you know what? Let's get right to it without further ado. Let's kick things off like, <laughs> let's kick things off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, as we mentioned, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes. And he writes, Hello, Mr. Zeredi. Some wet shavers may find that King C. Gillette double-edged safety razor's handle is too slippery, but here's a video demonstration showing what to do to get a grip or improve the grip using a rubber band. Fast and easy. Monday morning mailbag viewers could be interested. And uh, he sent along the video, and I'm going to let the video speak for itself. Here it is from 10 fluid ounces, 30 minutes, on how to improve the grip on a King C. Gillette razor.
your razor has a smooth handle and you'd like to get a better grip rubber band such as would come from uh, packaging of uh, certain vegetables just twist the rubber band around this smooth handle and now you have a better grip And there you have it, quick and easy. How about that? Now, he also mentions, I believe in the video description on his channel, and I'll link to this video as well, and I'll also link to his channel. He also mentions that you don't want to do this with a razor blade loaded in that razor head. In fact, you might just want to remove the razor head altogether and just handle the handle while you're uh, while you're uh, putting that rubber band on that would probably be the easiest thing to do but a really really neat neat tip so just remember <laughs> don't do this with a razor blade loaded in the razor head again i'll link to his channel i'll also link to this video again and i thank him very much for sending along the video so he can demonstrate this to you firsthand so thanks very much 10 fluid ounces 30 minutes and to say thank you for you and only you an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com mondaymailbag at gmail.com and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com mondaymailbag at gmail.com and if I use it on the Monday Morning Mailbag Shaving Tip segment, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So my thanks again to 10 Fluid Ounces 30 Minutes for a really neat tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, ho, ho, ho! <laughs> Before we go any further, I wanted to make sure to wish you a very Merry Christmas and a very happy and prosperous New Year. Yeah. <laughs> Wishing you and yours all the best this holiday season. And I also wanted to thank you and express my sincere gratitude to everyone for all your wonderful, wonderful support of this channel this past year. It really means a lot to me. Thank you very, very much. I really, really do appreciate it. So here's hoping Santa leaves a nice piece of shaving gear underneath your Christmas tree this year. And I hope you receive that special razor, shaving soap, or shaving brush that you've been wanting. So Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and Happy Shaves in 2023. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning, and it comes from viewer Frank Miska. Thank you very much, Frank. And he writes, Hi, Mark. In my last communication, I forgot to tell you about another tip about preparing a feather blade for the first shave. Several wet shavers on YouTube and on the forums have mentioned that a feather blade can be somewhat rough on the first shave. I'm not sure if this tip was from IMCDB, Mantic 59, or Geo Fat Boy, but it works well. Instead of using a cork, get a swatch of denim from a local fabric store, or use an old pair of jeans. Simply strop the blade a few times on each side, the equivalent of your first shave, and it smooths out the blade for the first shave. I find this works much better than using a cork 
Hope this helps. Hey, Frank, thank you very, very much. A very useful tip. Yes, like you, I have seen this somewhere on forums and maybe even discussed on YouTube channels. Thank you very much for putting in an email so well and so concisely. Really do appreciate it. Thanks for sharing with the viewers. And uh, yeah, there you go, folks. Instead of using a cork, get a, a denim swatch or an old pair of denim jeans, strap uh, the blade on each side, and you're good to go before that first shave with a feather blade. Frank, thanks very, very much. Really do appreciate it. Well, we've got a follow-up here from viewer Douglas Thompson. Again, thanks again for the mug, Douglas. Really do appreciate it. Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug. Last uh, episode of the Monday Morning Mailbag, Douglas shared some of his shaving brushes with us. He left one out. He's giving us an update. Uh, and he wrote, good morning, Mark. Thought I would show you the German brush with the 35-millimeter knot. They have it listed as a two-band silver tip. I purchased it from Maggard Razors. I believe they were at the Wet Shave Meetup last October. Yeah, that was the uh, Ohio Wet Shave Meetup in Columbus. They were there, absolutely. They also uh, gave out some really nice uh, goodie bags. Uh, really a terrific, terrific event. Hopefully they'll be doing it next year. And if they do, I'll update that on the channel. Absolutely. I had a great time. Anyhow, he writes, great brush. Uh, and it looks like a great brush. I've never seen a brush with a 35 millimeter knot. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful brush, a Thater brush. Uh, folks, it's at Maggard Razors. I'll get the link for it and I'll post it below. Douglas, thanks very much for uh, passing this along. Really do appreciate it. And uh, he says, I'm watching your Monday morning program now. Great program. Take care, Doug. Doug, thank you very much for tuning in and thanks very much for sharing the photo of a really neat looking brush. Again, folks, I'll get the link, uh, at least a link to Maggard Razors, but I'll try to get a link directly to this brush. Uh, a Thater brush from Germany, 35 millimeter, 35 millimeter knot, uh, two band silver tip. Really, really neat. Douglas, thanks very, very much. Really do appreciate it. Well, viewer Robert Bros is going to give us another look at his shave den this morning. And he writes, Dear Mark, I am sending two more pictures concerning my shave den. Now I have some more soaps and creams, haha, ha, around 270 pieces, and also I'm removing some old ones. Regards from Mexico, please show them to your followers. Still buying more soaps, but this time I am more specific, haha. Ha. <laughs> wow, that looks outstanding. I think everyone looking at those pictures of how all that is organized and displayed have a little bit of shaved den envy. I certainly do. That's absolutely beautiful. Fantastic, fantastic arrangement there of shave soaps. Really, really nice. And he writes here, uh, Un abrazo desde México, felices fiestas navidanas, which means a hug from Mexico, happy Christmas or Merry Christmas. Uh, thanks very much, uh, Robert. Really do appreciate it. And really do appreciate the uh, pictures of your shave den. Again, very, very inspirational to, uh, I'm sure, all the viewers out there. It is to me. <laughs> I hope to uh, have something like that one day. That's absolutely outstanding. Robert, thanks very much for sending that along, and uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to you and yours as well. Well, tis the season for holiday travel, and Al Spencer checked in with uh, a little bit of a holiday travel tip. Uh, and he wrote, uh, attached is a photo of what I'm taking on our coming holiday trip. Uh, adding to Christmas soaps, Santa's workshop from Cooper and French. 
also note how it fits in the captain's choice copper obsidian bowl. Stay sharp and have a great week. Al, Al, thanks very much for sending this along. I've heard a lot of great things about the Copper Obsidian Bowl from Captain's Choice. Neat that a five-ounce tub of shave soap can fit in there and then into your dop kit. Great. Thanks so much for passing along the photo and showing it to viewers because, uh, hey, folks, if you got a Copper Obsidian Shave Bowl from Captain's Choice and you've got a five-ounce container of shave soap in one of those standard container sizes going to fit right in that uh, bowl and into your dop kit. That's absolutely fantastic. So uh, thanks very much for passing that along, Al. Really, really do appreciate it. Also allows me to mention uh, something else regarding uh, metal, steel, stainless steel, uh, shave bowls, that sort of thing. Uh, Vikings Blade. I have got a couple of Vikings Blade shave bowls. These are the Chairman Shave Bowls, the Standard Chairman Shave Bowl, and the Grand Chairman Shave Bowl. I believe these are stainless steel. They're sandblasted to give a microscopic surface, adding a little bit of resistance to um, uh, your lathering routine, so it'll whip up a lather a little more quickly. Haven't used these in a while. Used this one right here before cameras rolled, and I uh, just want to mention that they are on sale right now. This one is $11.97. Uh, and uh, the Grand Chairman is uh, $14.97, so less than $15, bucks, less than $12. Bucks. Uh, so yeah, if you're looking for a good stainless steel lathering bowl, either of these is good. Uh, again, the uh, Copper Obsidian Bowl from Captain's Choice, I've heard some great, great things about it. Uh, we'll mention this about the Chairman Bowl. It is smaller, it is compact, so it will travel well, and it is, you know, it's really a very, very rugged little shaving bowl. And the one thing that uh, I recall mentioning about this bowl that I'm going to get back to uh, in my routine, routine is that it's smaller in size, which means I can back off on the amount of uh, shaving soap that I put in there when I whip up a lather. So I won't be wasting a lot of uh, shaving soap. And CK6 whips up so great, this will help train me, so to speak, to back off on too much soap when I'm going to make a, a, a bowl lather, when I do a bowl lather. So one advantage to the size of this here. So just wanted to pass those two on to you. And Al, thanks again for enclosing the photo and showing us this little holiday travel tip with the Copper Obsidian Bowl from Captain's Choice and also a wonderful, wonderful uh, shave soap, Santa's Workshop from Cooper and French. Thanks very much, Al. Really do appreciate it. Well, here's your weekly podcast reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is available as a podcast on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Simply go up to your favorite podcast service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast should come right up, as well as episodes of the Second Cup podcast. Again, search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and those podcasts should come right up. And again, available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Well, the channel is getting closer to 9,000 subscribers. I think we have less than 300 subscribers to go before we reach that magic number of 9,000 subscribers, and then we're going to do a giveaway. And we have a wonderful prize package, 
And many viewers uh, contributed, very generously contributed to this prize package. My thanks to them again. And I received a really, really nice letter in the mail from viewer Charlie Wise, who is also contributing to the prize package. And he writes, hi, Mark. I was going through my inventory of razors when I discovered that I had two that were the same. I have a barely used Merker Progress and a Mergress. They are the same except for the adjustment knob at the bottom. I am sending the Merker to you for your 9,000 subscriber giveaway. I have also included some blades I no longer use. Hopefully this time I will not win the giveaway like last time. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't enter. Anyway, I find your 3MB to be the most informative YouTube channel for the wet shaving experience. I always enjoy tuning in every Monday morning. No need to send a drawing since I have one proudly framed and hanging in my home. All the best and stay healthy. All the best. All the best and stay healthy. One of your old boys, Charlie Wise. Charlie, thank you very, very much for the generous contribution to the prize package. This is a Merker Progress long-handled razor right here. Let me show it to you, folks. Here it is right here. Isn't that beautiful? And again, this is a two-piece adjustable razor. Let's just open it up real quickly here. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that fantastic? Absolutely beautiful. Thank you so much, Charlie. Really, really do appreciate it. Very, very kind of you to uh, donate this razor to the price package for the 9,000 subscriber giveaway. And he also... Uh, included these Voskod razor blades. It looks like they're five blade packs. Five, let's see, 10, 20, 30, 40. Okay, 50 blades right here. Thank you very, very much, Charlie. Really, really do appreciate it. Folks, this is going to go into the 9,000 subscriber uh, giveaway package, prize package. And uh, we're getting closer, so make sure you subscribe to the channel. Make sure you turn on that bell for alerts so you'll know when that video for the subscriber giveaway uh, gets posted. And again, we have some wonderful items in the 9,000 subscriber giveaway package due to the generosity of some really wonderful viewers on this channel. This channel has the best viewers in all of YouTube. I am not kidding. Some really, really generous donations to that 9,000 subscriber uh, giveaway package. So my thanks to all of them We'll be breaking that down and showing you all those items as we get closer to the drawing date. But uh, here we have another beautiful, beautiful item contributed by a viewer, Charlie Weiss, a Mercur Progress long-handled adjustable razor and 50 Voskod razor blades. Charlie, thank you so very, very much for this contribution to the 9,000 subscriber giveaway package, prize package. Really, really do appreciate it. Folks, make sure to subscribe. Make sure to hit that bell for alerts. We're getting closer. Well, well, you know, coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, 
hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. Hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Nothing better than warming up that cup of coffee in the morning, isn't it? You know, you get that second cup, maybe a third cup, <laughs> that sort of thing. We got some really nice topics and nice comments in this morning's refill. We're going to kick it off with something from uh, viewer Jesper, Jesper Ulrich. Uh, and this is in regards to that Paul McCartney music video we talked about last week. And he wrote, the razor Paul McCartney used was Gillette Fat Handle Tech DE Razor. I can recognize it because I use it myself. And I think you are right, Jesper. I looked at that video and I looked at my own Gillette Tech Fat Handle. And I think you are correct. Now, I think the angle here is like right about there like that on the video. And when you look at it, that angle there, I think that matches up to what we see on screen uh, right there. So I think you are correct. I think I think uh, Sir Paul is choking up on it a little bit like that. So you can just see the, the top portion of the handle there, uh, the crown of the handle, if you will. So I think you are correct. Uh, really good catch. I think you are correct. Uh, folks, what do you think? Uh, Gillette Fat Handle Tech, I think. I think Jesper might be correct. Uh, Bob LaRoe wrote, I don't know what razor Paul is using, but I'm sure Mick Jagger uses an Edwin Jagger. <laughs> hey, I'm here till Thursday. Tip your waitress. <laughs> Thanks very much, Bob. I appreciate that. Uh, viewer Rapid Daddy, R-A-P-I-D-A-D-I. -D -D -I. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Uh, he wrote, with all the buts, ifs, and maybes that surround the Pearl Flexi, it's my most definite no-thanks razor. Consistency and build quality seems absent in my humble opinion. Uh, you know what? I like my Pearl Flexi a lot. We did talk about it in the deep dive that we did last week about uh, some of the minor issues with it, the blade gap being one of them. If you turn it up to six, there might be a little variation in the blade cap from one side to the other. Uh, I've, a lot of viewers contacted me and said they have absolutely no problems with the Pearl Flexi at all. I think perhaps its reputation of going through uh, different versions and modifications to correct some early problems might still linger uh, with this razor. But it is a fine razor, and I think it's a fine razor for the money. But uh, yeah, you know what? I can understand you shying away a little bit. Won't fault you there at all. Um, so yeah, I think the reputation of having some inconsistency in quality control is kind of following it around a little bit. I flipped the cap on mine. I've just turned it up to six, and you can see that eh, maybe, again, maybe it's off a little bit. Maybe, maybe. You know what? I think it's a fantastic razor. I really liked it, and uh, I'm not going to use it above three and a half because anything above that is really getting into an area that is a little too aggressive for me. But when, I'm, when, I, when I adjust it to about three and a half, and here it is at three and a half right here, everything seems to be fine. You know, and the build quality is very, very good. Five ounces, it's a terrific, terrific razor. If you want to spend a little more for an adjustable razor, uh, before cameras rolled, I used the Rockwell T2. It's an absolutely beautiful, wonderful, uh, adjustable razor that is uh, also twist to open. It is uh, manufactured in the United States and Canada, I believe. Uh, and it's really a fine, fine razor and uh, made from premium materials. And again... Uh, I like the fact that when you when you load the blade, you know, load the blade like that, you close the doors, then it comes to a stop, 
and then you continue to turn that and lock everything down. Everything locks in place. And now you can adjust uh, right here on the collar. This one adjusts from one to six. And boy, I got a nice BBS shave with this. I had about two days worth of beard growth. And uh, just because of my schedule, I ended up having two days worth of beard growth. And I got a BBS shave. I started at about three. In the second pass, I turned it up to about three and a quarter. And then on the third pass, I turned it down to two. Wow, really delivered a nice, nice shave. So there's another, there's another, uh, another option, another razor for you to consider if you, uh, if you, or if you, if you're a little shy about the pearl flexi. I understand. Um, and the Rockwell, I haven't heard many. I haven't heard any negative comments about the Rockwell T2. Uh, it's a very, very, very good razor, and I enjoy shaving with it. So I appreciate your comment, Rapidati. And uh, yeah, I don't blame you for being a little bit shy. I think the uh, Pearl Flexi's previous versions kind of following it around. Again, a lot of viewers have contacted me and commented on the various videos saying that uh, they have absolutely no problem with the Pearl Flexi at all, that it's a very, very well-made razor. Uh, mine, eh, you know, maybe, maybe a little bit off there on that, on that gap at, at level six, but uh, three and a half, it's fine. Uh, Steel City in New York, or Steel City in NY wrote, my very first shave with a DE safety razor, ditching the disposable three, four, and five blade cartridge razors, not counting the mid-70s when I tried my dad's fat boy with a Gillette blade, laugh out loud, was the Derby Greens. Team with an Edwin Jagger DEA9 was a perfect introduction. Have used all of these except Shaver Boy. I regularly use either Feather, Bolzano, and Mercur nowadays, but all those you talk about here are definitely subjective to the type of skin you have. This is a comment that he left recently on a blade overview video that I did. He continues, before you remember a blade that gave you a decent shave or the best shave ever, you will always remember a blade that destroys your face or gives you irritation you can't forget. That one for me was Shark by Lord. That being said, it may work for some, but I am generally okay with almost all blades. In my opinion, the safest bets for first-time DE wet shavers are the Astra, Persona, and Derby. You may not get as many shaves with the Derby as the rest, but they are a comfortable shave. You know, Steel City and NY, I can't disagree with, with a lot of what you said here, and I do agree that the first-time wet shavers, uh, the Astras, the Persona, and the Derby are very, very good. I also seem to think, and this is just a hunch on my part, that for some reason, those blades seem to come up more frequently than a lot of others. I think everybody uses the Astra, Persona, and Derby first time out for some reason. Not sure why. Maybe it just, I don't know, maybe it's just the way that they're marketed uh, for uh, on, online. I don't know why it is, but... For me, it was Astra, Persona, and Derby. Maybe they're, maybe they're talked about more on forums than on YouTube channels. I don't know. But uh, kind of seems to be the universal starting point for most wet shavers, those, those three blades. They were for me. I went with Astra, and then I think I went Derby, and then when I found Persona, wow, that really, really changed the game for me. So thanks very much for that Steel City in NY. really do appreciate it. Folks, what do you think? Are those three blades kind of like the universal starting point for beginner wet shavers? Really interested. Uh, comment below. Let us know. 
Roderick McLeod left the following uh, comment, again, about the uh, Pearl Flexi, because the Pearl Flexi is marketed uh, as being triple-plated, and I was emphasizing that point. It's triple-plated, folks. <laughs> and he wrote, triple-plating is pretty common, especially with any form of chrome plating. It is not three layers of chrome. Parts are plated with copper, then nickel, and finally chrome. The chrome layer is very thin and not super adhesive on many other metals. The copper and nickel layers function, in auto painting terms analogy, kind of like filler, primer, and base color. The chrome then works almost like clear coat. Nickel is what gives the bright metallic hue. Uh, and I said, thank you. It looks like I was enamored by the marketing of Pearl Flexi of the Pearl Flexi when they said triple plated. I was like, wow, folks, triple plated. Well, uh, <laughs> Roderick uh, commented back, yep, marketing departments are pretty good at taking standard engineering, material science, manufacturing, and other technical jargon and making it sound like it's some kind of cutting edge breakthrough. Well, thanks for clarifying uh, the triple plating aspect of the Pearl Flexi uh, Roderick, really, really do appreciate that. I really received a nice education from you. Thank you very, very much. And uh, thanks for uh, allowing me to share those comments with the viewers as well. Very enlightening. Uh, Charles Price wrote, I knew we could make a bowl latherer out of you. Laugh out loud. Great bowl. Ah, that's in regards to the uh, Shave Nation lathering bowl. It's a great bowl. I don't have it on camera right now because I'm afraid... <laughs> of dropping it, because it is a ceramic bowl. I don't want to drop it like I dropped that Dunkin' Donuts coffee mug. So I am uh, very, very cautious about uh, using the uh, Starry Night Lathering Bowl and the um, Shave Nation Lathering Bowl and the um, the Dreamscape, the Dreamscape Scuttle, uh, scuttle uh, on camera, because these are beautiful, beautiful ceramic shaving bowls and scuttles. Uh, that uh, develop great, great, great lathers. But sometimes holding them up to the camera while I'm doing that, you know what, it could slip out of my hands. So yeah, I am using them for bowl lathering and they're working great. Uh, however, the other option, of course, are these you know steel bowls, stainless steel bowls, the copper obsidian bowl that we mentioned from uh, Captain's Choice. Uh, that, that's great because if you drop them, they're not going to break or shatter. The worst that could happen is if you're in your bare feet, you drop them on your toe. <laughs> Might hurt a little bit, uh, that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, thanks very much for that, Charles. I really do appreciate it. Stan Chapman, uh, 6932, wrote, Great video, Mark. I used to use a ceramic lather bowl, and though I was always super careful, I did eventually drop it. Well, there you go. I had to stop and clean up the bathroom before shaving as I had splintered pieces all over the counter and floor. I now do not allow anything breakable in the bathroom and even have a plastic drinking glass in there now. Uh, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's something we all have to be aware of. And uh, yeah, we love those glass bottles for aftershave and we love the ceramic bowls. We just have to be careful. And uh, I would I would say that you know if you broke if you broke something like that yeah you're probably going to shy away from it and go to items that are unbreakable. Uh, I don't fault you for that at all. I did chip that uh, shaving scuttle of mine, glue that little piece back in. But yeah, yeah, lesson learned. wasn't wasn't a complete break, but yeah, enough to where I have to really really be careful. Brian H wrote, I don't have a Shave Nation lathering bowl, but I need to get one. 
I have ordered a lot from Shave Nation, and they get stuff out to you fast. So far, my favorite lathering bowl is the Captain's Choice Obsidian Lather Bowl. Yeah, <laughs> again, another vote for that Captain's Choice Obsidian Lathering Bowl. It is beautiful. Al, thanks again for sharing it with us and uh, reminding us that it's out there and available and uh, how you can get a nice full-size puck and put it in there and stick it in your dop kit if you're going to travel uh, this holiday season. Absolutely fantastic. So thanks again. And uh, Brian, it is a really, really very, very good lathering bowl. Uh, so I, I do hope you get one. It, I, I really enjoy using the one that um, Bill Murphy sent along. Thank you again, Bill, for the uh, Shave Nation lathering bowl. Jimmy V. Photography wrote, I call it a novel. Now, this is in regards to the base of the lathering bowl, uh, that little base there. I called it a handle. I called it a knob. It's the base, but I was trying to search for a name and uh, Jimmy V came up and coined a very good name. It's a novel. I guess it's a combination of knob and handle. I like it. I'm going to call it a novel too. That's great. And yes, have to remember to build the bowl lather and then do the cube. I forget that every so often too. Yeah, in doing a review uh, where I'm bowl lathering, uh, I should be bowl lathering first, setting that lather aside, then wetting my face doing my pre-shave, and then go back to that lather and then paint it on. In a video or two, I was applying my pre-shave, and now i got to build my lather. So the pre-shave is kind of on my face, and I have to re-wet it and kind of reapply it, that sort of thing. So that's kind of what I have to remember to do, because as a face latherer, I just you know put my pre-shave on, and then grab my brush, load it real quick, and then start doing the face lather. With the bowl lather, i got to remember the bowl lather first, set it aside, do my pre-shave, then get that, that lather that's already nicely whipped up in my lathering bowl and then apply it, paint it on. T-Man2217 left some comments regarding the Ascension Select, the Phoenix Shaving Ascension Select Twist Adjustable Double Open Comb Razor. And he wrote, Love my Ascension Select from Phoenix Shaving. It's my favorite razor and the one that I use for a majority of my shaves. It truly is an excellent laser, and the Select is at an equivalent price to the Rockwell 6C, which is around 50 bucks. so that's not a bad deal. Mark, do you ride the cap with your Ascension razors? I think the design of the head was sort of built for it, but that's just my opinion. I do find it to be helpful in smoothing the shave out, though. I used to use the twist adjustability feature when I used Astra Greens, but since I switched to the Gillette Silver Blue Blades, they work wonderfully in the Ascension. I have not needed to use that feature. As a side note, what I found to be helpful when I bowl lather using my travel scuttle from Phoenix Shaving is to let the soap bloom a bit while in the bowl. Smoosh the soap in the scuttle, put some hot water on top of it for a few minutes while I get everything else ready. I found that there is less residue left behind this way. The only time I bloom my soap is when it's in a bowl. I don't bloom it when I face lather. Uh, hey, uh, T-Man2217, thanks very much for the comments. I love the Ascension Select. I love the Ascension Razors from Phoenix Shaving. And I don't believe I ride the cap. Maybe I do. I'm just not aware of it. I just get a really, really beautifully, beautifully smooth shave from it. And I do use a twist, ability, a twist adjustability feature. 
I like that feature, so I'll open it up maybe a quarter of a turn, especially if I have a couple of days worth of beard growth. And uh, just a fantastic performing razor. Love the copper ascension, love the stainless steel ascension. Just fantastic, fantastic razors. And uh, you're right, the price for the Ascension Select is really, really terrific. And it's a stainless steel handle. Really great value. Nice price point and a great value. And I would say it's also a good beginner razor uh, for anyone starting to wet shave uh, because of the twist adjustability. You can snug it all the way up and get a really, really nice mild shave. And as you have done, and I'm assuming when you're using the Gillette Silver Blue Blades, that you install the blade and you snug it all the way up and then you're good to go. And I think that's fantastic for a, uh, a new wet shaver. And then if they want to experiment with opening up that blade gap a little bit, they can go ahead and do that and see how that works for them. Yeah, I think it's a great razor. And as far as the uh, travel scuttle, uh, the way you uh, are blooming the soap and putting the hot water in there, and I'm going to try that because I love the travel scuttle. And again, <laughs> it's unbreakable, <laughs> which is a big plus. Uh, yeah, it is really a very, very good product. I like it a lot. Great for your shave den. Also great for travel. Uh, really, really terrific, terrific item from Phoenix Shaving. And uh, yeah, I bloom my, when I face lather, I bloom my, I bloom my soaps all the time. Uh, now that I'm bowl lathering, I'm not blooming as much, but I think your tip uh, regarding that, I think I'm going to do that. I think that'll help. Put a little bit of soap in there, you know, smoosh it around, as you say, put some hot water on top, let it bloom. Yeah, great tip. Thanks very much for that, T-Man2217. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Antonia Harder wrote, nothing to do with this particular presentation, but I have never watched one of your videos that you gave negative feedback. Now, I appreciate such a positive attitude, but not sure such positivity is always warranted. Keep presenting, but also be more frank about the products you review. Uh, Antonio, point well taken. Uh, this is a great time to be doing the traditional wet shave. I love all this gear that's available, from the artisan shave soaps, to the brushes, to the blades, to the razors. There is such great quality gear that's available. Sometimes it's, it's, sometimes it's difficult to uh, look at any of this stuff and find any flaws or shortcomings, to be perfectly honest with you. But yes, uh, I think there is some room for constructive criticism to maybe spell out some minor flaws or some shortcomings in some of these products. Now, we recently did do this with the deep dive on the Pearl Flexi. And we pointed out some of the shortcomings uh, regarding this razor. And that way, viewers can decide whether or not they wanted to go ahead and purchase this. So yes, I, I agree with you. Uh, be a little more frank and point out some of those shortcomings on some of the razors. I just recently did that with this particular razor right here, the Pearl Blaze. Terrific, terrific razor. I, I did a review. I'm editing it right now. Let me show it to you right now. This is a solid brass razor that is CNC machined. It's three-piece. It also has a serial number on the bottom of the base plate where you can register it and get the, uh, the warranty. It comes with five uh, buffer rings, and it also comes with 10 razor blades. Really, really terrific value, about $40 at the razor company. And uh, here is just one little... I would say a little shortcoming uh, and uh, nothing major, but yeah, this is worth pointing out. And I think this is, falls into what you were saying. 
uh, be a little more frank about the products review. Well, this particular base plate on the on the Pearl Blaze, I think the corners here, I think the corners here are a little too precise. And you'll feel these. Uh, and you might think at first that it's that it's the blade, but I think that these should have been maybe rounded off a little bit so that you don't feel them as much when you get into some tight area, say on the upper lip, uh, around the nostril area, that sort of thing. Now, it's not so sharp that it's going to cut you anything like that, but you might mistake it for uh, the blade, so to speak, because it can be rather pointed there, but it's not sharp uh, to the point where it's going to cut you. But yeah, I think that's, that's something, uh, a little detail that needs to be pointed out, and perhaps I need to do that with some other products uh, you know, down the road. And I, I will, I will I, you know, I will consider all that. And I, I think that is uh, definitely uh, a, a very, very fine comment from you. And uh, yeah, I think it's uh, every once in a while, be frank and just say, hey, great razor. Here's a couple of things that you should take note of. And I don't think any of these things would be deal breakers. But uh, yeah, and sometimes this stuff is so good, it's hard to find a downside because the stuff that is being made right now is just absolutely wonderful. And of course, your mileage may vary kind of kicks in too, especially when it comes to scent and um, you know, that sort of thing. You know, performance of a shave brush, uh, your skin type, your beard type, those kinds of things come into, come into play when it comes to the aggression or the mild quality of a razor. We all understand that. But uh, when it's little details like this, say, say on the base plate or the, uh, the blade gap that we talked about, the Pearl Flexi, yeah, I think so. Fair game, but not so much to just discount the razor and say, ah, you know, uh, don't consider it. You know, it's good to talk about it, talk about some of these little shortcomings, talk about some of these, these minor points that, that, uh, that a, uh, a wet shaver might have, might have a problem with. Maybe yes, maybe no, that sort of thing. But yeah, thank you very much for that comment. Point well taken. Thank you very, very much for it. I, I really, really do appreciate it. Um, this is from, uh, I think it's Ospi1, ASBI1. He says, uh, thanks for mentioning the blade balance. Uh, thanks for mentioning that the blade balance is off in the Q-shave. I have just experienced it and wanted to search online about it, and here it is. That means it's not... Just my razor, but Q-Shave is by default like that. Very disappointing. Well, Antonia, <laughs> you know what? That's something I did, you know, look, yeah. When I was putting this together, I thought, wow, look at that. There's a comment where I did, was a little more frank about the Q-Shave. I just didn't say out of hand, oh, fantastic razor. Pointed out that the blade balance on this particular razor was off a little bit. Now, uh, let me just say, if you get the Vanderhagen clone of the uh, Futur, razor, because that's what we're talking about, the Q-Shave clone of the Futur razor. If you get the Vanderhagen clone of the Futur razor, I found the blade balance to be much, much better. Uh, the alignment and the blade balance were very, very good on that one. The Q-Shave was a little off, and Ospi one, uh, you know, I'm glad that helped, that video helped you identify the problem and understand that it is the, probably the quality control from the folks at Q-Shave when, uh, when they made that particular razor at that particular time. John Legas wrote, great shave, Mark. I don't know what it is exactly, but, a, but when I watch you shave, I can really see that you are using a light touch. It is so important 
and you really demonstrate the technique well. Thank you. Well, thank you very much. And uh, you know what? That's why I always say 30 degrees, a light touch. Let the razor do all the work, gentlemen. And really, the light, the light touch is really, really key. And I think the more you do the traditional wet shave, and the more you become familiar with the safety razor and the weight and the approach and the angle, that sort of thing, that, that light touch will just, it'll just happen. Now, the, the thing that I think a lot of beginner wet shavers experience, especially if they come over from a cartridge razor, is not using a light touch. Those cartridge razors, you have to press in order to engage the blade and then pull in order to shave the whisker away. So I think when... When, and I've said this many times, when cartridge razor users come over to the traditional wet shave and use a safety razor for the first time, they're pressing too hard. Just use a light touch. Let the weight of the razor do all the work. So, uh, yeah, John, thanks for pointing that out. Thanks very much for the kind words. I really do appreciate it. Uh, I know that there are a lot of other YouTube uh, wet shavers out there who have absolutely spectacular, spectacular technique. And I've learned a lot from watching them. And um, yeah, so, you know, we're all learning from one another. And I think, that's, I think that's the whole point of having a wet shaving community uh, that we can exchange these ideas and learn from one another. I learn from the viewers and other YouTubers all the time. So uh, I'm, uh, I, I, I appreciate the comments and I appreciate the fact that, yeah, I've got a pretty good uh, light touch but I'm always working on technique, especially when I'm trying out different razors that might be a little more aggressive, that sort of thing. So thanks very much for that, John. I really do appreciate the comment. And that's it, folks, for this week's refill. Wow, great, great comments. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. All right, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Viewer Raul Alberto De La Rosa introduced us to a new razor blade. Here they are, Treat New Steel Razor Blades. He absolutely loves these blades. He said, Mark, you got to try them. He also recommended that I purchase them from the Razor Company. You can get 200 of these blades for $9.99. Here's what they say on their product page. Treat New Steel double-edged blades are blades produced with a combination of steel and a special coating. The natural flexibility of steel provides agility to the blade to adjust according to the curves and bends of the face, while at the same time, the special coating ensures its sharpness. Uh, these were great. I used these before cameras rolled. I used it in my... Uh, Rockwell T2 razor. These really delivered a beautiful, smooth, close shave. As I say, I got a BBS shave, two days worth of beard growth, and uh, yeah, it was BBS result. No kidding. Now, I'm not sure if these are stainless or if they're carbon steel. Now, the problem I've had with carbon steel blades is the fact that after one use, they start spotting and they also start rusting, that sort of thing. And I'm not sure. I think I saw someplace where these might be a carbon steel blade. Again, after one use, uh, they start a carbon steel blade for me starts rusting, starts spotting up, you know, working towards that point of getting rust and that sort of thing. So I don't like to use 
carbon steel blades for more than one shave because I have found the carbon steel blade to be really, really smooth and comfortable. Uh, but again, there's that problem with uh, potentially rusting too soon. Uh, now, with this treat blade, I used one, like again, before cameras rolled, here it is right here. This is the blade I used and I don't see any, I don't see any spotting or anything like that on this blade. Let me show it to you. Let me show it to you as close as I can while still keeping it in focus, okay? Here, let's turn it up like that so you can see, so you can read it, right? So, I don't know, carbon steel, stainless steel, maybe you know out there. Let me know if this is a carbon steel blade or a stainless steel blade. If this is a carbon steel blade and with that special coating that resists spotting and rusting and that sort of thing, wow, that's wonderful. If it's a stainless steel blade with a special coating, that's okay too, because you know what? These were really, really wonderful, wonderful blades. I like them a lot and look how affordable they are. Um, you know, $9.99 for 200 of them. As it says here on the product page, made in Pakistan using USA technology. So I don't know what their special coating is, but uh, boy, it uh, really just delivered a really, really nice shave. My thanks to uh, Raul Alberto De La Rosa for introducing me to them and allowing me to share this with the viewers. Thanks again, Raul. Really do appreciate it. Folks, I'll have a link below where you can check these blades out. 200 of them, 10 bucks. Yeah, worth a try. Thanks again, Raul. Really do appreciate it. Well, because of those Treat New Steel razor blades, I went up to the razor company to get them, and I was looking around, and they had, and you've already seen it, already kind of teased it, they had the Pearl Blaze three-piece razor up there for about $40. And I've had a couple of viewers tell me how much they love this razor. I decided to give it a try. I've reviewed it. It's a very good razor, and it delivers a really, really wonderful shave. And for the price of about $40, you get a CNC machined brass razor that is, uh, has a nice uh, satin finish to it. It's three pieces. They give you five buffer rings with it, and they also give you 10 razor blades. The, mine came with 10 of the Gentleman uh, brand razor blades. It comes in a sleeved package like this. When you open it up, you get a card where they give you uh, some background information on the, uh, all the specs on the razor, that is to say, and uh, where you can register it because each razor comes with a serial number so you can register it for warranty purposes. They also give you a polishing cloth. And again, here are the 10 blades of the Gentleman Razor Blade. And I happen to use one of the blades for my... Uh, for my, for my shave uh, when I did the review and I got to edit that together and put it together. It's a very, very good razor. It is very nice. It is very smooth. Uh, it has, well here, you know what? Let's take a look at the specs again. Let me get that card out because all the uh, specs are right here on it, right here. I'll read it right from the card. The total height is 110 millimeters. The razor handle height is 98 millimeters. The razor type, uh, it's a double edge razor. The razor head type is closed comb. The weight is 105 grams, and the blade gap is 0.74 millimeters. You get the razor, 10 pieces of a premium blade, 5 pieces of washer, 1 cleaning cloth, user guide, and warranty details. So that's what you get 
for the price of admission, and it really is a terrific razor. I like the knurling on the handle. Again, CNC machined, brass razor, nice satin finish to it. Uh, really, very, very good. Again, one minor point where I wish they would have rounded off the corners on the base plate a little bit more, but uh, you know what? Your mileage may vary. Let me put it to you that way. But I know that when I did shave with this, I did feel that a little bit, and uh, I believe I pointed that out in the video review. I have to go back and look at that video review and, and edit it and put it together. But there it is right there, the Pearl Blaze three-piece razor. Uh, really terrific razor. Uh, check it out. Available at the razor company if you're going to go up there and get the, uh, get the treat new steel blades. Check out this razor as well. Viewer Mark Bagwell is passing this along regarding pre-shaves that are available on Phoenix Shaving. We're all familiar with the Cube 2.0. I love the Cube 2.0, but there are some other pre-shaves you might want to consider. The first one is ATG. This is Prickly Pear ATG Pre-Shave Soap and Lather Booster, mentholated and Western Barber Scent. Uh, and you know what? This is $5.99 for a three and a half ounce puck. Let me show it to you right here. It comes with this container and here it is. It's a hockey pucks kind of shape to the pre-shave soap. Works very much like the Cube 2.0 if you're familiar with the Cube 2.0. And as the product page says, designed to clean and prepare the face before the shave without over cleansing or drying while at the same time giving a noticeable lather boost and scent profile adjustment to your shaving soap of choice. Think Arco. <laughs> right, yeah. Arco can be a little off-putting for some wet shavers. This will help kind of tune it and make it a little more agreeable, I guess is what they're saying here. The addition of sweet orange oil helps to break down the grime and grease, clearing your face for the razor to pass smoothly, while at the same time allowing the stubble to hydrate faster. A light dose of menthol numbs the skin for a more comfortable shaving experience and creates a wonderful cooling sensation. I've used it. It is wonderful. I like that sweet orange that they're talking about there. Really noticeable. Like it, like it a lot. Really kind of a fresh, sweet orange kind of a scent. Not overpowering. Really, really enjoyed using this a lot. $5.99 for the soap puck and the container. If you just want the soap puck, it's $4.99. The other one that uh, Mark uh, informed us about is this one right here. This is Star Jelly Prickly Pear Pre-Shave Jelly, a super slick fix made with organic ingredients. Yeah, check this out. This is like a pre-shave gel or a pre-shave jelly. See that? I have used this also. I used this before cameras rolled. I cleaned my face with the Cube 2.0 because that's what I like to do, but then I applied this. Boy, did this deliver a nice slick base coat, slick base pre-shave coat for my shave. This was terrific. This is about a two and a half ounce jar from what I, uh, about a two ounce jar. I think it's a two ounce jar. And I think it's like uh, $12.95, something like that. Uh, anyhow, it says right here, if a pre-shave oil and a pre-shave soap were to have a baby, our Star Jelly Prickly Pear Pre-Shave would be it possessing nothing but the best characteristics of its parents and then some. Our Star Jelly Prickly Pre-Shave adds a whole new level of glide, cushion, and slickness, a slight lather boost, and an unbeatable addition of skin food to every shave. 
Star Jelly Pre-Shave is 85% organic and contains locally sourced prickly pear juice, pulp, and prickly pear oil too. Boom! Yeah, absolutely. And as they write here, time-tested. For the last five years, we have been pushing and pulling at our ever-popular prickly pear pre-shave jelly, constantly playing with ingredient ratios, closely listening to customer feedback, and with that, always improving and tweaking the formula where we can. We never rest when it comes to delivering what we believe to be the best and most innovative pre-shave products out there. Yeah, this was terrific. I really, really liked it. And it has some great, great skin food ingredients like meadow foam, prickly pear oil, witch hazel, uh, boy, uh, bilberries. Bilberries, got bilberry, which is like an anti-inflammatory, I believe. Uh, you know what? Get up to the product page and read all about it. It really is very, very complete. The background information that uh, Doug and Fran give on this product Really, really terrific. I really enjoyed using it. And um, it does give a lather boost. It is a two-ounce jar, and I think it's like $12.95. It is really, really terrific, and it's worth throwing in your cart along with the ATG. These are both very, very good. I really enjoyed using both of them. And the Star Jelly was really a nice change of pace. Again, I did my usual cleansing with the uh, uh, Cube 2.0, and then I applied this. Uh, absolutely wonderful, wonderful product, and I like the scent uh, of both of these. Both of these have some really a nice, nice scent. But uh, I would say the ATG with that orange scent that they were talking about, that sweet orange scent, yeah, that was really, really nice. And the Star Jelly has a, a nice scent as well. Although the ATG, that scent really kind of, kind of stands out a little more, I would say. But yeah, both of these very, very good. Uh, ATG. Uh, pre-shave soap and the uh, star jelly, the prickly pear pre-shave star jelly, both very, very good from Phoenix Shaving. I'll have links to these below. Uh, thanks again to Mark Bagwell for pointing these out, Mark. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have another shave soap from Phoenix Shaving to share with you this morning. Here it is right here. I really enjoyed this one. Boomtown Bay Rum. And I got it in the original Kokum Butter formula right there. I guess you could call that CK1. I got the bundle. Uh, the shave soap along with the aftershave and cologne. Really, really terrific, terrific scent. Uh, check out the scent profile. Gunsmoke, leather, and West Indian Bay rum. Supporting notes, select West Indian herbs. Spices and citrus notes suspended in a matrix of pure elemy resin and labdanum resin. What makes Boomtown Bay rum different? This is from the product page. Zero clove and zero alum. Charred oak barrel aged. Scent notes blended to balance. That is very, very true. One scent note does not overpower the other. It really is a terrific, terrific scent. Uh, contains elemy and labdanum resins made with West Indian Bay hydrosol. Contains seaweed extract and aloe vera. But there is that balance there. So when you uncap this and you get the scent, you get the leather. I, I smell the leather kind of uh, up front, but there is this nice balance with the other scent notes that play there. So one is not going to overpower the other. It really is a terrific, terrific, fresh, outdoors kind of scent. Boomtown Bay Rum, the Western motif there, really captures the scent. And uh, what's really neat is you can get a, a choice of labels. Uh, you can get a black label like this, an orange label with a little bit of different artwork. I like the Western motif. 
I like the name Boomtown Bay Rum. Again, that's the key to this particular uh, shave soap. The, uh, the scents are blended very, very well together, and it really does have uh, a rather fresh, uh, outdoors, rugged, manly kind of scent. Really is terrific. I really, really do enjoy this. I really do enjoy the scent of it. And the uh, CK1, or the Kokum Butter Formula, uh, the original Kokum Butter Formula, uh, has offers some great, great lathering performance. And I did a bowl lathering with this. I'm going to be reviewing it. I did a bowl lathering on, on it with, with it, and it just it just performed so well. It really did make a great lather, bowl lathering. I've I've uh, face lathered with the uh, original Kokum Butter Formula. Just great, great performance from a wonderful scented Phoenix shaving shave soap. So check it out. Boomtown Bay Rum. Again, the key here is that uh, the scent notes are all blended to balance. That is really the key with this particular uh, scented shave soap. You're probably going to get the leather up front. As I did, it's beautiful. So if you prefer that kind of uh, scent up front, uh, you're going to like this one a lot. But uh, it doesn't over... That's the thing. It doesn't overpower. All the other scents kind of come into play, and there's this nice balance throughout. I really, really, I really, really enjoyed this scent uh, a, a great deal. And I'm looking forward to shaving with it again, just talking about it. So I'll have a link for it below. Boomtown Bay Rum uh, from Phoenix Shaving. Check it out. I'll have links below. Viewer Beth Jones sent this along, and it reminds us of a really terrific product from Phoenix Shaving. My thanks to Beth Jones. This is called Chill Mill. Yeah, this is absolutely wonderful. What is Chill Mill? Chill Mill allows you to add menthol to your favorite shave soap. That's right. When you order the Chill Mill and you receive it, they give you a packet of menthol crystals right here that you put into this bottle. Okay, let me show you. I got some in there already. Okay, like that. Okay, and this cap, this top is like a pepper grinder. So you pop off this cap here Give the bottle a little bit of a shake. You invert the bottle, just point it over your shaving puck. Give it a couple of twists to grind those menthol crystals into the soap. Wait 15 seconds for it to dissolve with a little bit of water in that shave puck, uh, shave soap, and then go ahead and load your brush, and boom, you've got a mentholated lather. How cool is that? Really, really very, very neat. So my thanks to Beth Jones for sending this along and reminding us of a really terrific product from Phoenix Shaving. So if you have a shave soap that is not mentholated and you wish it were mentholated, now you can add menthol to it. A really, really terrific, terrific product. Chill Mill from Phoenix Shaving. I've been using this and I really am enjoying adding a little more menthol to some of those shave soaps that maybe need that little bit of a cool punch to them. I'm really just enjoying it. Thank you again to Beth Jones for passing this along. Chill Mill, I'll have links below. Viewer Abine Samant sent along the following. Hi, Mark. I hope you're doing well. All this talk on plastic versus glass bottles had me thinking about something a buddy and I did a couple of years ago. There is a lot of back and forth on whether the original Old Spice recipe has changed since they moved to plastic bottles. Well, apparently, according to many shaving posts, you can still get the original recipe if you order Old Spice manufactured in India. 
Someone even did a gas chromatograph comparing the different formulations. It even comes in the glass bottle with the red plastic stopper. I ordered some with an older friend of mine and he swears it smells and feels the same as the original recipe. That being said, I thought I would send a bottle of the Indian Old Spice via eBay to you. I'm not sure how long it will take to arrive, but I look forward to getting your feedback on it. Consider it a gift for the holidays. After the last three years we've had, I'm celebrating everything. Happy Diwali, Happy Thanksgiving, Happy Hanukkah, Merry Christmas. All the best for you and your viewers. Happy holidays, Abby. Abby, thank you very much for the gift. It arrived. Here it is. We talked about it in the second cup last week. I wanted to show it this week in the Monday Morning Mailbag. Here it is right here. It arrived. I loved seeing this packaging. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. The packaging was a real throwback. And opening it up, there it is, the glass bottle with the familiar red stopper. And here, look here, glass bottle, I'll show you. I'll just... Yeah, there it is. Absolutely fantastic. And you know what? When I took off this red stopper, yeah, I think your friend is right. I think this is the original scent. Absolutely. I mean, when I first sampled this scent, all these memories came flooding back of my father and my late oldest brother using this. You know, when I was a kid. Yeah, I think this is it. This really, really is. This really, really is the, the scent. Folks, if you want this in an Old Spice glass bottle with the red stopper, with that great Old Spice scent, uh, I'll have a link below because I'll be uh, provided the link to the eBay seller. I'll get that. I'll provide it below. This is wonderful. And it's just so great to see it in a glass bottle with the familiar labeling that, we're all, that, we, that we all remember, original, Old Spice. Yeah, this is fantastic. I think your friend is right. I think this is absolutely the original recipe. The scent is, is just so familiar. It really, it really, really is. And I have sampled um, actually some of the cologne in a plastic bottle, and I don't think it's anywhere near this, really. I, I think this is it. Now, ultimately what I'd like to do is I'd like to go out and get a plastic bottle of Old Spice Aftershave, because as I say, I have the cologne, and I really don't use it because, you know, it's a plastic bottle, and I don't think the scent is, is quite there. So I'm going to get a, a plastic bottle of Old Spice from one of the big box stores, and uh, I'm going to sample these side by side and, uh, and see, what, uh, see what results uh, that brings about. But I, <laughs> I, think this is, I think this is dead on, the original scent. It really is fantastic. Uh, and I just love the glass bottle. I think that glass bottle has something to do with it as well. Glass bottle, plastic stopper, original scent, really, really wonderful. I have links below. Abby, thank you so much for a really, really wonderful holiday gift. I used this before cameras rolled. It was wonderful to finish up with an original Old Spice aftershave like this. Absolutely fantastic. Abby, thank you again very, very much. Folks, I'll have the links below. Well, as you know, viewer Bill Murphy sent along, very, very generously sent along the Shave Nation Lathering Bowl. Really, really neat product. We showed that last week. Wanted to show you something else that he sent to us. Wanted to show it to you this week. And here it is right here, the Shave Nation Alum Stick. 
Boy, this is really very, very nice. As you can see, it looks like an underarm deodorant container, but inside you have alum. This is perfect for your post-shave routine. Uh, really like it a lot. It's got a nice wide applicator. It has a dial on the bottom to where you can push up more product, reveal more product as it wears down. It's perfect for travel. It's great for your home shave den. Really very, very good alum product for your post-shave routine. Really do like it a lot. But I think its main strength is it'll travel very, very well. Just throw this in your dop kit, and then you have a nice wide alum uh, to apply to your face post-shave routine. Also like the idea here of this uh, applicator here, this wide edge here. Really does a nice job of getting up underneath the nostrils, the upper lip, some of the tight areas. Really do like it a lot. So all you do is just, you know, just run that, uh, run that uh, end underneath some cold water and then apply it to your face and uh, you're good to go. Really terrific. Shave Nation Alum Stick. Really terrific product. I like the uh, underarm dispenser, the deodorant dispenser that it comes in. Uh, really, again, great for travel, great for home. But I think its main strength is that because it comes in this container with a nice cap and it's in that shape, uh, it'll travel very, very well. 70 grams right there. So uh, a really nice size and uh, good for travel. Again, you can use it at home. You can use it at home as well. I have been using it in my shave den and I like it a lot. Thanks very much to Bill Murphy for also sending this along. Uh, just wanted to show this to you this week. Didn't want to uh, let it get lost in the shuffle with all the other products. Wanted to kind of showcase this by itself. Uh, from Shave Nation, their wide alum stick. Thanks again to Bill Murphy. Viewer Blake Griffith wrote, On the topic of electric head shavers, I use an Adel's Well Up 5-in-1. Works great and the battery lasts forever. Well, thanks very much for the recommendation, Blake. Really do appreciate it. It looks very, very similar to the Dynabliss 6D that I reviewed. Looks to be a little more, perhaps robust, because I think it's a little more expensive by maybe $10 or $12, something like that. But I'm glad that uh, you gave us confirmation of how well it works and how long the battery lasts. Again, folks, there are a lot of these razors out there that are configured in a similar way Here's one that Blake recommends. You might want to check it out if you're looking for one of these multi-head electric head shavers like the Dynabliss that I reviewed uh, last week or talked about last week. I have reviewed it. Um, I did use this before cameras rolled. I wanted to give myself a head shave and it did a nice job. I had about two days worth of growth uh, and it took it down nicely, although I can feel, I can feel some of the stubble there. It doesn't get as close as a, a razor, as a safety razor. And uh, I would say the order of closeness, the, the, the closest shave I get, uh, the closest head shave I get is using a safety razor followed by a cartridge, followed by an electric razor like this. It did a nice job. Uh, let me put it to you this way. If I use a safety razor with a single blade, uh, I can skip a day. I can go every other day for my head shave. Uh, if I use this, I'm probably going to have to use it every single day. Uh, that's kind of the way I'm looking at it. I think that uh, tomorrow uh, I'll have a little more hair growth come back. If I use the safety razor, like I say, I can skip a day. That's kind of where I'm at with um, electric head shavers like this. But, but they're good in a pinch. 
and they do a nice job. And uh, like I say, if you're pressed for time, uh, this one is very good. It's rather compact. I'll link it again. I'll link the one that Blake talks about. Uh, another good one, and I'll provide a link where you can get a variety of them on the Amazon page if you're looking at something like this. Uh, they can be affordable, about $40 to $50. This one, the one Blake uh, recommends, they can get really expensive too. So, you know, I can't really recommend any of the higher-priced uh, multi-headed electric head shavers because I have never used them. This is the only one I've used, which is why I'm, I'm grateful to Blake passing along uh, his, a recommendation on the Ada's Well Up 5-in-1. I think that's how it's pronounced. So thanks very much for that, Blake. I really do appreciate it. Uh, and folks, I'll have links below for both this one and also the Ada's Well 5-in-1. I mean, if this one, I've had this one a while. If they don't have this one, I'll link a similar product. But thanks again, Blake. Really do appreciate the recommendation on the Ada's Well Up 5-in-1 electric head shaver. Well, folks, that wraps up another new wet shave gear segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. Viewer Mark Bagwell checked in and he wrote, Mark, I gave myself a couple of Christmas presents. I put three-piece Mercur heads on them. They shave just like a 34C. Guaranteed a BBS shave every time. Folks, these are elite razors. These are resin and feathers. There are feathers encased in a resin handle, it looks like. Wow, absolutely fantastic. Mark writes, the first razor is made with golden pheasant feathers. The heads I purchased straight from the Mercur website. All Mercur closed combs are the same heads. So the 23C and 34C have the same heads, even though one is a three-piece and the other is a two-piece. I like Mercur heads. Very intuitive in finding the right angle, and they give me a close shave. I have a fat handle tech with a beat-up head. I popped a Mercur head on it, and it's a great little shaver. The closed comb and open comb heads all use the same caps. So if you have a Mercur three-piece razor, you can always purchase the other plate and you have two razors in one. I'm surprised Mercur doesn't push this fact. Mercur only makes one cap for all their three-piece razors and the plates are all the same aggression. Basically, the only thing they really change is the comb. The open comb plates look different, but they are the same plates, but with teeth. Both plates may look different, but they have the same angle of attack and are basically the same. Wow, this is really, really neat. I'll have a link to everything that Mark has talked about uh, right here in this email, this message that he sent me. This is really neat. These elite razor handles look absolutely fantastic. And as I say, it looks like to me, and I believe this is what they are, feathers encased in resin absolutely spectacular and again he's putting mercur razor heads on there and he's getting these great great shaves so he's customizing his own kind of a razor this is really a neat approach uh my gosh i'm i'm just <laughs> i was just so fascinated by it all it looks so great so i'm gonna have links to all of this uh below the elite razor handles and also the mercur uh, razor heads 
And I thank Mark for a lot of great information here regarding Mercur razor heads and the Elite razor handles. These are fantastic. Well, I, I guess what you are, I just want to say Elite razors. So I guess what he's doing is he's buying a razor, taking off that razor head and putting on the Mercur razor head. I think that's what you're doing, Mark. That's absolutely fantastic approach. And again, a lot of wet shavers like to do this. Like They, they like to mix and match uh, razor heads and handles and that sort of thing. And here's a great way to go about it and make a unique razor that will give you a wonderful shave, a Mercur shave. Uh, absolutely, like a 34C. Absolutely fantastic. So thanks very much for this, Mark. Really, really do appreciate the information. Again, folks, I'll have all the links below. Great information, Mark. Thank you very, very much. Viewer Pierre Martinez passed along this information, and he wrote, Hi, Mark. On Refined Shave website, there's an interesting link. Blades have been tested for sharpness and longevity. Of course, your mileage may vary. This test is made by a machine and not on human skin. But I think it's an interesting read. Take care, Pierre Martinez. Yeah, really an interesting read. I had a chance to look at it. And of note is this chart that they have where they show you the sharpness of the new blade, the sharpness uh, after one shave, the sharpness after two shaves. They give you an average sharpness and uh, really neat. So they're looking at Astra Superior Platinum, Astra Super Stainless, Bic Chrome Platinum, Big Ben Super Stainless, uh, Balzano, Crystal, Derby Extra Green, uh, Feather, Gillette 7 O'Clock, uh, you know, uh, just a really nice selection of blades. And they also have links where you can buy them on Amazon. So I will have that link below uh, where you can get to this website, read the background information, and take a look at the chart. Really, really informative. It will give you a good idea about uh, sharpness of blades and that sort of thing. And maybe their findings kind of sink in with what you've found. And maybe not. I don't know. But really, really interesting information. Pierre, thanks very much for passing this along. Really do appreciate it. Viewer John Kaczynski wrote in regards to this razor right here, the Mula or Mula R41. I'm not sure how that, that name is pronounced. I've been saying Mula and I've also heard Mula. So forgive me if I've been mispronouncing it. If you know the correct pronunciation, please comment below and let me know. For the time being, I'm going to say Mula. The Mula R41. This is an aggressive, aggressive razor. Now, John wrote... Uh, I have not used this razor in quite some time. I, like you, have become more in favor of mild to medium efficient razors, but I decided to give it another try. So I loaded it with an Astra Superior Platinum blade, since this blade is supposedly the mildest of all the blades I have, and I lathered up with Parasso Red and proceeded with the shave. About halfway through the shave, bam, the thing bit me. I stopped the shave, loaded the Astra blade into my Rockwell 6S and completed the shave with no issues. Now, I am in no way blaming the razor. It is entirely my fault. I was bringing the razor up to my face to shave under my nose and I accidentally made contact a little higher than I intended and that resulted in the cut. I was moving a little too quickly and approaching my face at a wrong angle. This razor is very, very efficient, 
but has little to no forgiveness. If you're not concentrating on technique, you're taking chances. After the shave, I ran an alum block on my face and there was much more stinging than usual. So I've decided to permanently retire this razor, at least in regards to my face. I was wondering though, have you ever tried this razor? Would you ever try it? Well, John very kindly sent along the uh, Mula R41 and my answer to him was yes and no. I have the R102, which is a R41 razor head on a different handle. So I don't know if I ever really got the full R41 experience and shave with this particular R102 razor because the, the weight of the handle changed up the shave, I think, a little bit. Uh, and it's been a while since I used it. And like you, John, I, I was... <laughs> I was, you know, there was a little bit of trepidation in pulling this out again. But uh, since he sent along the R41, I went ahead and tried it. And I'm going to be doing a review on this. And I don't know if I'm going to be reviewing this by itself or reviewing it side by side with the R102. But I do like the handle a lot. The handle does add some nice weight to it. And it is a three-piece razor. And uh, I have a buffer ring on there. Uh, so let me take that off. And it is classified as an open comb razor of sorts. That Those teeth are, I guess, classified as an open comb. So, you know, even though it's kind of a more compact comb, it is an open comb. It's not definitely not a straight bar. And it is aggressive. It is very, very aggressive. And I can tell you that I, I did have a shave with it. And yes, I had to slow down quite a bit. And we talked about... A viewer talked about my light touch, and boy, I really had to lighten up my touch on this. I mean, I really did. I had to slow down. I had to modify my technique a great deal. Uh, and I think the other thing that helped uh, were these new blades, this new treat, new steel razor blade that Raul Alberto de la Rosa introduced us to. I used one of these in the um, R41. And I think the coating on this blade uh, and possibly the kind of steel that they're using, again, I haven't determined if it's stainless or if it's carbon, but I think however this razor blade is made, I think that helped. Now, it was very, very close and efficient shave after two passes. If I attempted a third pass, I think I would have been in trouble. Really, that's how efficient and how aggressive this razor is. The razor has a lot of growl. You really have to respect this razor. Uh, again, two passes is really max for me on this. It gave me a really efficient BBS shave. I had to lighten up my touch. At times, I saw that I was riding the cap. Um, I had to slow down, really watch my technique, and uh, a third pass, out of the question for me, out of the question. This is a two-pass razor for me, and I don't even think it's a daily razor for me. I don't think this razor is something I can use every day. Uh, it'll be interesting to use a, a variety of different blades in it to see if one uh, versus another will tame this uh, razor. I kind of think that the treat blade maybe tamed it a little bit, uh, and I think, again, the weight of the handle 
uh, really changed up the shave from uh, the R102 as far as I can recall. But I recall the 102 being a very, very aggressive shave as well. And you know what? I, I haven't been quick to uh, shave with this again. But now that uh, John very kindly sent this, and uh, it is an official Mula R41, I'm going to work with it a little more. I'm going to do a review, and uh, we'll see where it goes. And uh, I'll report back, uh, and I'll compare it with some of the other more aggressive razors, the razors that have a little more growl uh, in, in my collection, and let you know. But, yeah, you have to respect this razor. Now, obviously, uh, your mileage may vary based on your skin type and beard type. Uh, my beard type is not that demanding. My beard's not that demanding. And I, and I am a fair-skinned individual, and I would say that my skin, while not sensitive, might border on the sensitive side. So yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm really going to have to really watch my technique, lighten up my touch, etc. as I mentioned with, uh, with this razor. There's some other uh, wet shavers out there whose beards are more demanding. They probably love this razor. It probably is a perfect razor for them. It's probably a daily shaver for them, uh, a daily razor uh, for them. Uh, but for me, uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta, I gotta slow down. Uh, and uh, John, thanks for passing this along, folks. I wanted to show this to you. I wanted to thank John on the channel for passing it along. Also want to let you know, very efficient razor, highly efficient, aggressive, a lot of growl, uh, may not be a daily razor for you. I don't think it's a daily razor for me. I'm really excited to use it and work with it and report my findings down the road uh, and into 2023. So there you go. So uh, something to look forward to, something to look forward to in 2023, the Mula R41. John, thanks again very, very much. And that wraps up another Monday morning mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share. Please subscribe. Please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some excellent wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay him a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, we have another double take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Once again, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.